episode 261 of the Chamberlain Chance Analysis Podcast. My name is Chance. I do a podcast called the Chamberlain Chance Analysis Podcast. With me, as always, is Chamberlain, and not with us. Alex is doing his, his, his good duty to the people of his city and state, covering hey, for someone who's sick. <laughs> let's hope they don't got the Rona. No, he's got one of his shots, and the other guy is suffering from his second shot, so it's all good. It's all well, we've, good we've doxed Alex, We've doxed them now. Have we doxed him? Um, a, a dedicated stalker could wipe out their lives with what we've just done. Uh, well, that's a joke. They wouldn't. Really? <laughs> I, I really say, don't think anyone I, could. I really don't think anyone could. You've, we've let, used his last name on the podcast, so that's, let, that's all you really need. <laughs> let's not walk that fine line, Mr. Canepa. I'm not play. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's so, funny is yeah. if you look up my last name, pretty much anybody with that last name is, is related to me. No one. There's no one else in my town with my name that i've ever met yeah yeah it's it's they're actually fairly did you do an etymology of your name do you know what it means uh yeah did we have this discussion like yeah, last think, year I, or two I years think, ago i think, I think we, we did, did. Uh, when you look it up ferber goes back to farber which is to dye clothing in a river that's so, right so okay. my yeah yeah and, and i come from a long line of, of hemp growers so yeah. there you go but my, my first name <laughs> my first name means beloved or king well King David, I suppose. That's right. That's right. I, I was. I was very wise. Wasn't, wasn't King David the one who was no, like who Solomon was, like, was the wise one, but he had oh, lots and lots of wives. Was Solomon the one? Which was the baby cutting in half one? That was Solomon. Yeah, that's the one I remember. Solomon's okay. David's son. Yes. So wait, David wasn't the one who slew Goliath. David is the one who slew Goliath. Different well, that, people. That's okay. That's a good David. Right, yeah, I'll, I'll take David. It. Also sent a man to the front lines to die so he could have his wife. Okay, here's here's the name. Here's my name for me. I actually don't mind my name, which is pretty cool. I've never really wanted to change it. And then you know that that band um, uh, Garfunkel and Oates with those two comedians. Yeah, I fucking love that band. And one of their songs, they're going back and forth about what kind of name, uh, what kind of cool name their fantasy guy would have. Mm-hmm. And then they both shout at the same time, David. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There we go. It's one of the best yeah. things I got going for me. You see my name, you're like, oh, there's hope for this. And then you see me, and it's like, ah. <laughs> Come on. No, it's, it's not true. Then I open my mouth in public, mm. and it's well, like, ah. Oh. That's dangerous for all of us. That's... Exactly. That's rough. But that's that rough steak, time. you said that's a picture of, that looked pretty good. The, the steak worked that's... out. Then I got a tenderloin that I did not cook properly. Ooh. It, yeah, yeah. So I, I got more ambitious, but I didn't give it the cook time it needed. Um, it was like raw in the middle. And I ate like a bite, and I was like, I shouldn't do this. <laughs> no, probably not okay. No, so I, I went back and fried the rest. It was no, okay. I could, I could microwave this, but no, no. no, no. <laughs> but I, I do have another tenderloin that I'm going to give some oven time. And I'm going to perfect this. I'm going to get good at cooking steaks in my house. It's going to well, be you've awesome. You've got time. I mean, it's I not do. like... And nothing else. <laughs> no one else to cook for at the moment. So that's what you get really good at the steak, and then say, ask someone out and say, just come to my house. We'll have steak. Yeah. It'll be awesome. Yeah. And she'll that, be like, ooh. That's, that's, that's kind of the plan. Oh, she, what are we talking about? I'm talking about, like, a date. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not I'm not going in for any of that, sir. <laughs> Fine, business meetings. I don't know. Uh, so, I watched, uh, you watched Snatch. I did watch Snatch. We, we, we ordered you to watch Snatch, and yes. you watched Snatch. Yes, I did. I, I, I am making good on, on this. On this, the, the, on the bit, because honestly, it's just a bit at this point. I think I think the opening music for the podcast this week should be "Diamond" by Clint. Okay, we're going. 
Um, I have to remember that. It was, I don't, I'm trying to remember, think if I've actually seen any other Guy Ritchie movies. Oh, God. You because, have, um, because you've seen the uh, the Sherlock Holmes. With the, no, I haven't. You haven't seen the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes? No. That's going on the list, son. No. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> the first thing I noticed was that was like very in-your-face cool. It's like, look at me. I'm really cool, aren't I? Aren't I so cool? I'm so cool. Okay. It felt like it was just like trying really hard. It was getting there. It was cool. So you're saying that this is something that a brash 20-something filmmaker would make to try to like yes. do the antithesis of the stodgy uh, UK film scene. Pretty much, yeah. If they were trying is, to do that, like yeah, 20 years exactly ago when happened, the film yeah. came out. Yeah. That's yeah I, I, also was, I was like, 2000? Holy cow. Yeah, it's, it's old. It's old. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. Brad I was like one year out of high school. Uh, I did find it interesting that the plot, plotting, I was like, when is this all going to come together? When is this going to come together? And it c- comes together in the last, like, 30 seconds. Spectacularly, though, it, like, smashes together in a car accident, right? Well, no, I'm not even that. I'm like, what, what does the diamond have to do with anything else? And then Nothing. you realize... It's just the, it's just the motivation for all these characters yeah. to, to interact well, and it's, go it's into not, their world. It's not even the motivation for, for um, uh, Turkish. Mm-mm. He doesn't know about the diamond. He's just no. trying not to get fed to pigs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot all about that. And, but you know what I always remember about that movie? It's um, when people ever offer me candy and I'm not in the mood for it or something. That's my response is Bricktop's response. No, thank you, Jim. I'm sweet enough. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Bricktop was, he's a good villain. He was a good villain. Uh, all of his villains are great villains. Um, but yeah, what it is, is it's, it's this ensemble, wacky, crime, comedy caper with the occasional slapstick action, right? Yeah, those, I felt sorry for the pawn shop guys. So like everything they tried just mm-hmm. went poorly. It's a fucking Anta aircraft gun, Vincent. Yeah. Well, then when he pulled out the replica gun, does that say a replica on the side? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and the guy was... calls him on it. Yours says replica. Mine says, like, Magnum or whatever the hell it's. Yeah, it says Desert Eagle. Point yeah, five that's up, what it is. Yep. Yeah. Which I think will precipitate your shrinking. your The shrinking of your, your balls, presence yes. along with your balls. Yeah. 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 No, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the first movie that Guy did. He was a soccer tough. And Guy Ritchie just threw them into a movie because he thought he had presence. And he did. Jeez. I love at the beginning of that scene. He orders a Guinness, and he gets like he's got half a Guinness. He's looking at the Guinness, going, "What is what is happening? What is wrong?" Then he realizes that they're behind him, well, and never panics. Just sits down. No, but it's yeah. So it's a series of entertaining moments like that with all these interesting, fun characters and tons of style. Tons of style. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only reason Guy Ritchie was able to get Benicio del Toro and uh, the, oh, he un- was in uncle. it for like like fifteen minutes. Yeah, but he, it's still Benicio del Toro, and then you got know. the guy not playing Uncle Avi, Dennis Farina, and then you got Brad Pitt. And the only reason he was able to get all these stars is because of the previous movie, Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels, which was even zanier than this hmm. and lower budget. Um, and then Guy Ritchie went on to do. What was the next one? Maybe the next one was Rock and Roll After Snatch, but I feel like I'm missing one. And then The Gentleman. And those are kind of his London crime movies. They're all very much in the genre, but The Gentleman is much slower paced and much more thoughtful. Yeah, this movie, it moves fast. Yes. <laughs> it's just, I'm kind of hanging on going, whoa, where is this? Who is, what? Okay. okay. But did you have a good time? Were you entertained, right? I know. I was this, I was absolutely entertained. I was all right. absolutely entertained. There are 
all kinds of other awesome Guy Ritchie movies. There's only one that you have to avoid. It was during, Madonna in it. Yeah, it was at the point where you married Madonna or was about to. And Swept she's, away. I don't know. I've forgotten. I blocked it out like abuse. But <laughs> <laughs> just don't watch. Don't watch the one with Madonna in it, and you're kind of you're kind of gonna have a good time with the Guy Ritchie movie. They're all that fun energy, snappy dialogue. And when you do that with Jude Law and Robert Downey Jr. in uh, in the Sherlock, the Holmes, Sherlock movies, Holmes movies, yeah, the first one certainly is a very very good time. Are they I, making a third one of those? I is believe so. I believe so, but also COVID. Like you know, of course, the studio wants a third one. Yeah, well, like yeah. Now now that Iron Man, if he's done being Iron Man, he can do other things again. <laughs> and really, I love his Sherlock Holmes. His Sherlock Holmes is a very entertaining and true to source Sherlock Holmes. Mm. So it's 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 a lot of fun. It's a lot of so fun. He's a coke see. addict. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, he's an he's an will he's a he's a he's a Rick from Rick. And, have you ever seen Rick and Morty? The bits pieces. He's mm. constantly wasted all the time, <laughs> <laughs> and and constantly doing substances that haven't been tested yet and aren't yet commercially available. And he's doing these experiments on himself and driving himself mad, but he's convinced that he can see the truth, and it turns out that he was right. You know, like, the whole time, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a lot of fun. I saw a movie that was also quite entertaining, in fact. Which movie was that? Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, you saw the monkey movie. I did not make good on my threat to go see the monkey movie I in saw, the theater. I saw the monkey movie, and I was immediately pissed off because you know how there's... It's reasonable to own um, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, because there are so many awesome moments in that movie. Yes. Like, there's Rodon coming out and spinning around and taking out all the fighter jets. There's the there's the anti-fucking-whatever, uh, there's the anti-oxygen bomb. There's, there's the final confrontation. There's that sequence where they go to the center of the Earth and find this ancient civilization that worshipped Kong. Remember oh, I shit? know. No, I worship Godzilla. Yeah, worship Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they set the nuke off down there. There was so much world building in that 10 minutes. It was awesome. Yes. And it would have been disappointed, disappointing if this movie didn't give a series of moments like that. Not just those amazing moments of these crazy monsters, but a little, some cool shit of this grander world that uh, King of the Monsters hinted at. And about halfway through this movie, I was so pissed off. Because I had spent $25 to rent this fucking thing. And in six weeks or eight weeks or whatever, I'm going to pay another 20 to own it permanently. Because it's so fucking fun. This was, this was a great time at the movies. And I don't care that God's, or that Kong's size seems to change. Like at one point, a little girl can touch his finger and that seems reasonable. But at the other point, like, he's going toe-to-toe with Godzilla, who's as tall as a skyscraper. Like, nah, 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 nah. It doesn't, who cares? It doesn't yeah. matter, because Kong <laughs> has some attitude. It, it, is it completely wacky and stupid that he starts using sign language shortly into the movie? Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's indicated later in the film that Godzilla is just as intelligent as that, if not more intelligent, I'm willing to argue. Um, and and then the world building, uh, I don't know if I sent you. Yeah, I did send you that picture. Yeah. Did you wonder what that picture was? <laughs> I, yeah, I couldn't quite get it. Was like... <laughs> did you see what? But you, but you, Godzilla is leaping, th- or no, Kong is leaping through a field of particles suspended in space, reaching out towards the tip of a rock formation that looks suspiciously like a monkey's paw. Oh, jeez. Right? And <laughs> it's, there's, there's all kinds of, yeah, like I, I don't want to say go to the theaters because it's, you know, COVID. I'm not fucking, you're not. We're not vaccinated I don't have my yet. shots yet. No, no, I don't have no. my shots yet. But uh, I didn't. 
But you would tell they get a great time. I had a with good this. time with this movie, and then I watched, and then just like Sucker Punch, I fast forwarded through all the human bits the next day and just watched the action, and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> and then upon reflection, I realized that the human bits were so stupid as I was watching them. Like, they are really stupid. Okay. Like, Eleven from, uh, from Stranger Things is the only one who understands that Godzilla attacked this specific point. Probably because there's something at that specific point that Godzilla is interested in. And her father, who's the only other returning character from the previous movie, is like, you don't know what you're talking about, little girl from Stranger <laughs> Things. You should be in school. Uh, he's, uh, what we know is that Godzilla's doing something and we have to stop it. We don't care why he's doing it. And so she goes off and gets in league with a, uh, con- conspiracy podcaster <laughs> who, who works at the company that Godzilla attacked. And uh, so because Godzilla has has done one attack that the world doesn't quite understand, um, they convince the woman who cares for God for King Kong in the Kong Sanctuary uh, to let them transport Kong to Alaska to drop down a hole to Hollow Earth. Oh, jeez. Come on! <laughs> now, now, the woman doesn't control Kong. Uh, all she does is kind of care for the little girl that Kong cares about. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that, that's remember that's Mothra and the two Asian twins? From, yes! Okay. Yes. So, and then we've got Eleven here, who has a, who seems to be like the little girl who has the, who understands what Godzilla feels. And now we introduce this little mute girl who does sign language for King Kong. Kong. Oh and so these movies gosh. are really like each, each of the monsters has, uh, has a female avatar among the human yeah. population that gets their shit. Um, but it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And they're in, they're in like, you know, uh, they're in the States. And then an hour later, they make it across the world into Hong Kong where another attack is occurring. And you've heard about a third character appearing in this movie, right? Yeah. When that happens, it looks kind of silly, but it's so fucking awesome. It doesn't matter. Mm. And I don't mean look silly as in, like, the special effects are bad. The special effects are good. The design of the character is a little silly. Like, it's a little, it's a little goofy. But, um, but the action is so spectacular, you don't care. You feel so happy to see it occur. Get out of there. What are you doing? Little buddy. You go that way. He's getting attacked. No, that's it. There you go. He's out. Well, he's running. He's he's got freedom. So, yeah. (laughs) Godzilla Kong was really good. Just like, well, just like fucking Zelda again. This is really nice. See, you're enjoying things. That's okay. It's okay to enjoy things. No, I don't want to enjoy things. Everything sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, we get to things that suck later. <laughs> In the um, headlines, things getting pushed back always sucks. I bounced around so many games. I can name like ten games that I started and didn't play. Probably. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. let me let me start then. Okay. Uh, I'm playing Outriders. I've heard that it didn't work very well. Uh, well, that's the thing. I heard that too, but I have never had an issue playing. Hmm. I mean, getting connected to anything because it's 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 an online only game, even though you can yeah. play single player. And people were having difficulty getting connected to the servers, and probably be it was mostly Xbox people because it was on Game Pass. Therefore, everybody downloaded it and played it. So because you, you so could. you were playing just a single player because you don't play multiplayer. True, but you're still online. But you weren't playing multiplayer. No, no, okay, no, no, no. Okay, so have, we're, we're just talking about the Outriders single player. I'm just talking about yeah, Outriders as a single player game. Okay. It's the same way I played Destiny and Destiny 2. And earlier in the week, I sent, I actually tweeted out. I'm like, yeah, Outriders is pretty much just Destiny, and it is. It, okay. It's in the same genre. It's it's a, a looter shooter. 
Now, with, De- Destiny is remarkably tight to play. It feels really good to shoot in Destiny. E- yes, it does. Okay. So Outriders? Um, no. Oh, well, okay. Outriders is not as clean. So, I mean, Destiny is... Destiny 2, the shooting, it's Halo shooting. It's the same people. Mm-hmm. And it just it just works and it feels really good. The cover system in Outriders is cribbed directly from Gears of War by people who worked on Gears of War games. My people can fly. Is it a first it, person or third person? It's third person. Oh, okay. It's third person. Okay. Um, so by all accounts, the cover-based shooting should be just fine, and it's it's not. It's weird. Like you, you hit a button to to try to lean up against something, and it doesn't always work. And sometimes it's hard to get, move away from it. Like if someone throws a grenade at you, you're trying to break away from cover. He doesn't do it right away. Mm. It just feels the cover system feels clumsy, and there's no excuse for that, <laughs> because the chest high wall cover system has been mastered by Gears of War and a million other games. A million other so, games. So okay. that's unforgivable at that point. So how much time did you put into this? Um, I don't know. I mean, I. I've probably put in about 20-odd hours because I have nothing else Ooh. to play. So you're still playing this shit. I'm still playing it. No, I'm, I'm still playing it because I've, I've figured out that I don't really need the, the to use cover <laughs> because it, it, it rewards aggression in almost the same way Doom and Doom Eternal reward oh. aggression. Um, you've got going? you've got four different classes, and each of them has, if you kill an enemy a specific way, you gain health back. So I chose the tank character, and right. his special ability is if you kill a character close to you within a few meters, you get a big chunk of health back. Right. So it wants you in their face with a shotgun blowing people to pieces because as you do that, you're healed. Okay, so that's the spec I always tried to make in Cyberpunk and never could. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's just that's just his, that's not any special abilities, that's just, that's just his class ability. You shoot a guy with a shotgun and he dies in front of you, you get like a third to, a, to half your health back. It's a big chunk. A, now, the flip side of that is is that you can die in a heartbeat. I mean, well, you, you, you just have to invest in a ton of hit points. Um, yeah, or, I mean, or decent armor. I mean, trying, yeah. trying to find decent armor. It's, it's a bit stingy with the equipment. Hmm. Well, it, like wants, it wants you to keep playing. Yeah, it, it does. It does. So once I figured out that I need to be... It's not like the same kind of press battle as, as Doom. It's not that aggressive. But you can't just sit back and snipe because you're going to get... They hit you, they have good aim, and there's always uh, so many more of them than there are of you. And you're not going to get health for that. Yeah, you're not getting health for that. I found an interesting loadout of skills where one of them is, it's a bullet shield. You hold your hands up, and you basically are immune to all bullets in an arc in front of you, Mm -hmm. and those bullets are collected in that arc, and then Mm -hmm. when it's done, you fire the bullets back at everybody who fired them at you. (laughs) And it looks awesome, and you can kill like a dozen people at the same time. That's that's awesome, but uh, yeah. I just want to say that is Sigma in Overwatch. It's one of the yeah. tanks. He absorbs all the incoming... Like, he, he puts out a sphere in front of him, basically. You can mm-hmm. hold over an enemy, like hold over a Reaper, and he can't yeah, nice. while he's ulting, and you'll absorb all that damage, and then the Sigma will convert it into shield health. So, I mean, the encounters begin that way. I do that, then I have, like, a like a extra armor I can put on for another skill, so I'm kind of... You walk a little slower, but you can you take much, much less damage. So the skills... The skills are fun to use. They do make sense. It's just sometimes it slips and becomes just so janky. They're like, what the hell are you thinking? Why? It's it's like maybe another month or two months or three months. Maybe this wasn't quite ready yet. Is it good looking? Um, It's not as good looking as like Gears, the most recent Gears. It looks okay. It's running Unreal, so it's, it's, it's decent. It's okay. In my experience, if a game comes out feeling that way, 
it's because the designers intended it to. Yeah. Uh, and that shit don't change. No. <laughs> I don't think there's a patch for that. No. I, it, it allows me to at least isolate my game so nobody's jumping into it, so I'm playing single player. It also has, and it, it, maybe it's just exposed to, so you're, there's your character level and you level up. There's also a world level, and the world will level up. And as the world levels up, your the enemies gain in level. What, causes, get, what causes, causes the world to level up? Kills and finishing quests. The oh, same okay. as your, your character levels up. It's just the mm. world levels up more slowly than your character. Mm. So like my guy is level 15 or 16, the world is level 7 or 8 or something no. like that. Okay, so does it feel a lot harder? Or um, how, how does it feel? It does. It, 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 the curve is decent, but what it does is if you need to go back to a previous area to catch up on a quest, the enemies there are now worth fighting. Because they've leveled up. So it's almost like it's just kind of exposing that level to it. Because if you don't like how hard it is, you could just turn the level of the world down. Hmm. Now, will that reward you with less XP? Less XP and less loot. Yeah. So that, that's the trade-off. Hmm. But that's there. I've heard that it's there because towards the end game, playing by yourself is a fool's errand. Hmm. So it's like they let they understand that you know, you're playing by yourself. Just lower the level of the world by one or two. Hmm. Because that was going to be my answer it. was, you know, for multiplayer. They can max it out. Yeah, go max it out all the time. Team. So how big is a team in multiplayer? Uh, three. Oh. Is there a support class? Um, Fuck. Yeah, well. Is this game free? Oh, no. Writers. No, it's not free. No, well, it's I don't not know. free. Okay, well, let's Metacritic this shit right now. Um, Hang on, give, give me, wait, is this I, a I, I, I honestly have no idea. I'm guessing in the, in the mid-70s. I'm going to say 65. And that's just based on headlines. Outriders. Nope, I was right. 76? You were right. Yep. And 70, you know what? That feels about right. Yeah, that, hmm. that, that, honestly, that feels about right. Once they get the connectivity issues taken care of, I mean, it's it's fine. It's not something I'm going to, you know, treasure or remember for a long period of time. But, you know, there's a dearth of other things to play right now. So it's there. You should check. The shotguns are awesome, though. There's... There's an ability I picked up one of my shotguns where you hit somebody with a shotgun and then they get hit by a bolt of lightning just out of the sky. <laughs> and that bolt of lightning will spread to other people. Holy <laughs> and that and, and that like is a re, on a recharge, but it's an automatic oh, okay. thing. There's another one where the, it's called bone shrapnel where you kill a guy and they explode and hit everybody else around them. It's just... It's. This I wish it was. Awesome. I wish you, it was. You're making a silly. good case for this game. I, I wish it was silly like Bloodstorm was. Is there a demo? There was a demo on Xbox. I don't know if there's a demo on PS5. Let's Google this shit. Is, is that the right name? Am I thinking Bloodstorm? Blood? Okay. Uh, I think of the last I People Can Fly game. No, not Bloodstorm. It's Storm. People Can Fly? Yeah, it's People, it's people Can Fly. Oh, well then it's weird that it doesn't feel right. Uh, Bulletstorm. Bullet that's what I'm thinking of. Bulletstorm. I wish it was silly like Bulletstorm because Bulletstorm was fun and silly. This is like dire and pretty hard science fiction. Like everybody's gonna fucking die. There, there is a demo. I can hop into that shit and see how it feels. Play the I'm, demo. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Because again, well, okay, maybe I won't do that because I did land on something. But I have been, I have been pond hopping. Pond hopping. Pond. Sure. I've been hopping across lily pads of games. Mm. Uh, okay. I tried Animal Crossing again. Because oh, it's been a long time. Is your is your island completely overgrown? Well, my neighbor keeps talking about it, and I'm like, you know what? I should just go pop into it so I can talk to her about where Animal Crossing is at right now, right? Mm. 
And uh, I popped into it, and uh, Isabel, Annabelle, the the adorable dog who does the morning announcements, um, is like, it's cherry blossom season, and that was the last event I did (laughs) before I abandoned the game. I already have all the cherry blossom shit. I have a beautiful little uh, pink bonsai tree. It's awesome, but (laughs) it already does. (laughs) And so I walked, and so I spawned inside my house. Well, actually, what happens is you walk out of your house, and it's been so long that my hair is must. So my mm-hmm. character musts their hair back into place, and I walk into the house to see if... Because I want to change. Because I've decided I don't want to have this adorable kind of female-looking avatar. I'm going to make a character that's like a yeti like me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, and I walk back in, and I don't really remember how to change clothes, but I do remember that it's been so long, there's cockroaches running around my house. So you have to go into each room to stomp on the cockroaches as they run around to you know, clean out your house. Mm. And it goes into the... And I clean it out in the first room. I walk into the second room. There's a load. I run <laughs> around the room and kill a cockroach. Go back to the main room of the house. There's a load. Oh. And at that point, I close the game and put down the switch. Yeah. Because I, I, it wasn't that much fun. <laughs> uh, I tried Mario Galaxy while some games on PS5 were downloading. Um, played like five minutes and was like, fuck this. Uh, you finished that the first time around, didn't you? I, I did. I did. And it okay. was okay. It was okay. But I just, I, I'd already done it. There was nothing to explore, it felt like for me. There's all okay. kinds of mysteries I don't understand about Mario Galaxy. But I wasn't enticed to do it. I don't know why. Because hmm. really running around on that one, I was like, you know what? This is decent platforming. This is fun. This is good to control. Yeah. Um, you can you can soar as Mario once you understand how to throw his hat and bounce off it. It's fucking incredible, really, what you can pull off with the little guy. But anyway, and I was like, nah, I've already done this. Nope. I reinstalled right. Jedi Fallen Order. It's gotten a PS5 patch. Hmm. Got a quarter of the way into the second world, and the combat just got to the point where this is... Still bullshit combat after all this time. And that's why I say about Outriders, that will never change. That's not getting a patch, because yeah. if there was one game that needed that patch, it's Jedi fucking fall in order and it didn't get it. I felt bad that I bounced off that game, because the opening area in that, yeah. that scrapyard yeah. was really cool. Uh, well, yeah, it was very much a God of War as as uh, Jedi, and then it became Dark Souls as Jedi, and that's what loses you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But for me, it was that it was Dark Souls with shitty combat. <laughs> uh, speak, speaking of which, I downloaded the Surge two for twenty bucks. Ew. Um, have you played that? I played the first one like a little bit yeah. like, before I knew what it was. Yeah. Um, I've heard it's actually not bad as far as Dark Souls clones go. I it you I quickly felt much more powerful, but the world is very uninteresting, and the mm. shit that you pick up, which you need to level up your gear. Which is kind of more important than leveling up yourself, and certainly costs more of your XP to do. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, it's it wasn't as interesting as the combat and leveling up in a Souls game. Like it's weird because it was both instantly kind of more punchy. It gave you crazier shit to do. You have okay. to chop limbs off guys. I don't know if that mechanic was in the first one to get I don't their shit. Think it was. Yeah. It's one hundred percent of the combat. If you don't chop off the guy's right arm, uh, you won't get anything. From their weapon. Like, if you don't have that weapon, you can't pick it up off the ground once they drop it. You have to cut off their arm to get it. Um, If they have a helmet and you're trying to level up your helmet, you want to chop off their head. And so you target a guy, 
And then you dance around his body with the right analog stick. You, you push it left and you look at his right arm, see if it's armored. It's not. Look at his head. His head is armored. Okay, let's cut his head off. And then mm -hmm. you run in there and you beat on him until an option comes up to do a finisher. That option only appears if you've done enough kind of stunning damage before killing him. And then no matter which limb you've targeted, as long as you get to that point, you will jump on him, cut that thing off, and end the fight. Haven't done it to a boss yet. It was one boss, but but he was kind of, you know, he was just another guy. He was just bigger. <laughs> yeah, it just didn't look as bossy, yeah. So it's kind of flashy and, and rewarding in that way, but the combat just wasn't as good. It wasn't as reliable. It wasn't as, um, I don't know, I want to say understandable, but that's not it. Because I got it. It just didn't feel good. <laughs> anyway. So not, not as good, not as polished. No. So I tried Demon Souls 3. <laughs> Dark Souls 3. Uh, yes, Dark Souls 3, pardon me. I tried Dark Souls 3, which runs 60 frames per second on PS5, but it just didn't look nice. It looked like a last-gen game. It didn't look as good as Sekiro does. It didn't look so that good. runs at 60 frames per second, but they can't bother to let you play Bloodborne at 60 frames per second. Well, uh, Dark Souls is uh, just happened to have an unlocked frame rate. Oh, and okay. so when you put it on PS5, it just runs it just runs like crazy. That's yeah. right, just like Sekiro. Um, Bloodborne is capped at 30, but that's by design. And this guy has found that if you just tell it that you're running on PS5, thus don't cap it, it'll work. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, so then I went back to Demon Souls because that's better looking. And I decided well, yeah. to roll a cast a caster again. And I just got killed uh, before I unlocked a shortcut, and I was like, "Fuck this." <laughs> <laughs> then when I played Demon Souls, I rolled a caster. Then I ran out of magic. I'm like, oh shit! And then I died. Well, that's why you have to you have to uh, go as a royal if you want to if you want to play as a caster. You won't start off with fireball, but you'll get a ring that recharges your MP constantly. Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, so then I tried Miles Morales, and um, it was good. It was okay. Didn't you platinum that? I mean, I I didn't platinum. Hmm. No, I, I didn't plan it, but it felt so familiar. It felt too familiar. Like, oh, I've done this already. I've done it too recently. Just like Demon's Souls. Yeah. So I just kind of walked away. So then Maneater got some news this week. So I reinstalled Maneater. <laughs> okay, maybe... There's can... an expansion coming out for that, I think. Yes, there is. Um, yeah. Uh, Oddworld Soulstorm is free on PS Plus this week. Or oh. this month. So I, tr I tried that. Now, do you recall what I had to say about Oddworld when we brought it up on the podcast not so long ago? Uh, you're like, who wants this? <laughs> no, I had advice for the listener. Oh, it's okay. It was, don't buy this game. What this game is, is uh, a mediocre um, puzzle, 2D, or 2D puzzle platformer. Mm -hmm. Where, like, you know, you, you just kind of manipulate the environment and it's easy to die. From the nineties, like this, this, and the design of it, just like I was complaining last week about Mario, two D, the two D Mario games, and how they feel and how floaty they are. The design of it is from like nineteen ninety five or something, Ugh. or whenever the PS one was. Yeah, and it looks a little better than it, than it used to. But the thing is, when Oddworld came out, it didn't look okay. Yeah, uh, it looked um, state of the art, like nothing you'd ever fucking seen. That was the selling point for Oddworld. It was just how good looking it was. And it was a 2D platformer that, you know, with the camera zooming around a 3D thing. So yeah. that blew people's mind at the time. The gameplay is boring to me. I lasted maybe 45 minutes. 
I should probably still claim that. I forgot that it came up on PS Plus. You might as well, like, because this isn't like a David Cage situation where I want to deny them the money. <laughs> uh, Cyberpunk has been patched a bunch, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, Does so it I work? reinstalled it 100 megs on my PS5 oh, or 111 God. or something. I had to delete things, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to delete some shit to make some room for it. Um, and so my one question is, in the body, you remember how you could... Uh, you know, there's body cool reflexes, whatever, right? Yeah. In the body tree, you don't have to put a single point in the body. The core skill in the body tree is, if you select it, um, you will start regenerating health in combat mm-hmm. if you just wait a couple seconds. That skill has never worked on PlayStation. Ever. <laughs> ever. I've heard some PC reports that it'll work in the first fight... And then if you go into another fight without reloading your save first, it won't work in, the, in any subsequent fight. It's the core skill in one of your core stats. Oh my gosh. So I went, in, <sighs> I went in to test whether or not this had been addressed. And as I drove around the world trying to find a fight to get into to test it, um, I noticed that uh, the frame rate was kind of more consistent, but the detail in the world was way lower. And oh. as I as I drove along, whole walls of buildings were like this flat shit that I couldn't understand. I was looking off in the distance, and I couldn't really understand. So it wasn't loading what, textures. No, it wasn't loading all kinds of shit. But it was it had a better frame rate. So um, it was... Oh. And then I got into a fight and tested it. And, and it didn't work. And of course not. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I deleted Cyberpunk. And I reinstalled Odin. No, uh, no, Odin Sphere had been installed for some reason for months ago. I had a digital version of Odin Sphere Leaf Thrizzir. Hmm. So I was like, that's beautiful. Yeah, 2D, just running around, smacking shit. And I open the game. It says, you want to start a new save? I'm like, sure. And you, you got to pick up the book, and then you hop up on the chair, and then you open the book, and then it goes, okay, we're going to go, go into the Valkyrie story. And I'm like, well, we can just skip this. And then I turned off the PlayStation and walked away. <laughs> Nothing to grab you. Nothing to live with for a while. Man. Okay. So, remember what I liked about Zelda was it didn't force me to do anything. No. It said, here's a bunch of shit. Approach it however you want. Here's your tools. You might be able to find cooler tools out in the world if you know what you're doing, but we're not going to tell you shit. Have a good time. I was really enjoying that in Zelda. So, right now, for some reason, I'm really enjoying Days Gone. Hmm. Okay. Now, this is a timely time to talk about Days Gone, because Days Gone is also free on PlayStation Plus right now. Um, I'm fucking loving it. And it is one of these PS4 games. Um, what I wanted was something that really showed off what my PlayStation 5 can do. Like, show me something as good-looking as Demon Souls, which is ridiculously fucking yeah. good-looking. Like, Miles couldn't give me that for some reason. I gotta say, Miles is not as good-looking as, as Demon Souls. It almost feels like this is a better-looking game than Miles often. Because um, just the, the the natural world, the, the lighting effects they use, how all the colors are kind of muted for some reason. It's very realistic. Yeah. Uh, and then it runs at this buttery 60, and it's definitely higher than 1080p. It feels like 1800 or something, if it's not just full 4K. It's probably checkboard, checkerboard of 4K, probably. Pro- probably, but it is it is <clears throat> constantly remarkable to look at. And then I just really enjoy this gameplay. On PS4, were there issues with the hordes, like frame rates? I don't remember. Or was it pretty steady? Well, we both had pros, I believe, at the time. Yeah, we did. Um, I don't remember having an issue with it. I definitely don't have any issue with it now. And knowing now what I didn't know the first time I played it, I'm doing a much better job of playing it. 
because I didn't know the first time I played it that you got to go out and find these hordes to kill them. And by doing mm -hmm. that, you get really good shit. Uh, it still pisses me off to this day that the game gives me no indication of where the hordes I can't find in this area are. Like, there's no one coming up to me saying, Hey, did you hear? Ben saw a horde out by Toluca Lake. And yeah. then, you know, one Toluca line of Lake, dialogue would be all it would take. That would yep. be okay. fucking handy. That <laughs> would be real handy. Uh, that doesn't occur. You don't get, you don't, you get a map of the hordes you haven't killed once you beat the game. Oh, it's frustrating as shit. Everything else is clearly marked on your map once you drive past it. It's really annoying. I mean, hordes do move, and that's cool and interesting. Like, a horde will go into their cave in the day, and then they will come out to a watering hole in the morning. Uh, <laughs> just between between the end of work and, uh, and the podcast, I was, you know, running around. And I was going after a horde, and I figured, okay, what I was doing was I was looking at the map. And you can generally tell where a horde cave is, because there'll be a section of the map that looks like it has a smudge of smoke. Hmm, okay. And that smoke is always like leading down a mountain or something. And when you get there in person, it's not smoke. It's shit and filth erupting from a cave mouth. <laughs> and then I'll travel for, you know, 30 yards. And that's the smoke you saw from the satellite image. And, I, I forgot that the smell was like what gave him away. Yeah. I forgot that bit of the game. That was a nice touch, actually. <laughs> and, uh, and so the hordes will go into a cave during the day because they don't like the sunlight. And then in the morning, they'll come out for, for water and food to hunt, prowl around. And playing the game again, it really is remarkable how the AI of the hordes works. How it really does feel. As you're creeping around it, it doesn't feel like a single organism. It's a bunch of individuals, and that one might have seen you. And if one sees you and does a and does an alert call, mm -hmm. they're coming. Like, yeah, it's amazing as these things flow over the environment towards you. And, um, and so, yeah, earlier today I, I had marked a cave on my map and I was coming up to the cave and I just hadn't noticed what time it was. So I was starting to, I, I had just started to lay a trap outside the cave when the sun rose or when, uh, uh, when the sun set. <laughs> oh so, shit. And so, yeah. And so I look up and th this horde just erupt immediately comes out of the cave. Like they're coming out with, uh, with the night. Uh, they immediately spot me because <laughs> usually they're all in there sleeping with their backs to the light. They immediately spot me and just flood down the mountain towards me and all i can do is run around a rock formation nearby to occasionally get them to funnel kind of into it to give me uh give me a grouping <laughs> yeah to, something to shoot yeah. yeah to go at with <laughs> this thing i picked up called an auto shotgun which is wonderful. oh nice yes <laughs> so so uh it is like it's a i'm skipping every single story cutscene, so that's helping yeah, there's a lot of those. <laughs> there's a lot of them. They take a long time. Um, they were fine the first time. I'm not interested in them this time at all. Um, but just, Don't need the story of Deacon St. John a second time. No, but just, just the action of it is good. And I remember telling people the first time I played it that once I got to like the end game, Deacon felt so powerful. I was a hunter running around this world killing shit. I am now in the second of the three areas of the game. And I feel that powerful. I feel I feel that fun. Okay. Like I'm out there hunting shit. I'm having a real good time in this gorgeous, gorgeous open world. It's a constantly depressing world, but it's it's really well rendered. I love the survival aspect, and I know you hate it. That if I wanted to get from you know uh, Iron Mike's camp way up to Tucker's camp, I could fast travel. But then once I get to this fast travel point, I'm gonna have to get off my bike and find a gas good can gas. and fill it up. Yep. If yeah, I want to get to Tucker's, me. and I know you hate that, I fucking I love that. I love that <laughs> shit. And um, so yeah, I'm still having a really, really, really good time with Days Gone. So listener, 
there's nothing to stop you from downloading everything on PS Plus every month. If you're going to play anything this month, I recommend Days Gone. I recommend it a lot. Hmm. Check that shit out. Um, I will say that having played other shit in this milieu, um, the actor doing Deacon St. John is kind of... Flat? No, no, he's not flat at all. No, no, he's he's always fucking... Oh, yeah. He's always pissed off. And <laughs> and it's like yeah. the director never told him, you know, some things you're not mad at. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but everything is a 10 for this guy. And that delivery just doesn't feel natural after a certain length of time. Yeah. So it's creepy. Why are you mad at this person? Why? That's your wife. She's alive. Don't be. Okay, fine. It's just how he talks <laughs> to people now. He <laughs> can't turn it off. You did not talk to me like that in the flashbacks. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we're just making that up. That scene did not occur for the record. No, it did not. Um, um. <laughs> yeah, I gotta check that out right just now. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. Oh, no, I played a little bit of Overwatch. It's bugged. Bugged? What's broken? Um, uh, sound cues. There's what? all kinds of sound cues I'm not getting. Like you pick up a health pack, you don't hear it. Uh, get a headshot. There's a, there's always a ding. It's an amazing sound. I'm not hearing the dings. Oh, um, I'm doing things like I need healing, and that's not appearing. And I'm not sure if, and then, like, I do it again, and it doesn't appear. Like, I don't say I need healing. It doesn't appear in the chat log. Tracer needs healing or whatever. Um, and then I do it again, and it says, too many messages, wait a moment. And then someone else on the team says, thanks, or something like that. So I don't know if I'm just, there's a new thing where you don't see your own, or it's just not showing that I've done it, because I wasn't even waving high. Like, and, uh, and Weird. it was feeling like, yeah, and another thing was, I've heard on PC there's a thing called no regs. Where you saw your shot, you know when you pulled the trigger, um, you know you hit that guy in the head, but as far as the system is concerned, no, you didn't. Just, yep, yep. didn't register. Um, that was happening constantly. It was really weird. And then I was, I was like looking at my lag, because now you can have your leg, uh, um, there's end and something else up in the okay. corner. And those should be at 50 and 30, I think. Those are normal. And they were normal. So hmm. I don't know what the fuck is going on. It felt Server like playing, issues. It, yeah, it felt like playing a kind of like yeah, it felt like playing with a constant bit of little lag. It was really weird. It was really unfortunate. They're gonna start slowing this down to make you want to buy Overwatch too. <laughs> Somebody's turning the servers off. No, I don't think that at all. No, they re- they re- they want to maintain their player base, and then it's still going. So it's, it's still, I mean, it's 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 easy to find matches. It's not, oh, yeah. the player base is still there. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I didn't do any DPS games. I just did uh, um, Flex. See, before it was kind of cyclical. Like, there'd be a new a new hero or a new something would come out, and yeah, the oh. player base would swell, oh, but it'd be all noobs, oh, and it'd go that, away that again. Promise. That lasted like a year and a half after launch. So now, in, in the absence of new characters, is it that oh, everybody who's still half. playing is really good? Maybe two years. Um... Most people who are playing know what they're doing. The tragedy is there are still, on PlayStation and certainly PC as well, tons of Smurfs all mm. the time. And the argument is, you know, well, if you know, the enemy team has a Smurf on it, odds are your team does too. And so you can't really complain. And that no. Because there are all kinds of times when my team has a low-level player who doesn't understand the mechanics of the game, and the enemy team has a player who really does... Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Just not a fair. New account. Or yeah. there's all kinds of games I've played where my team doesn't, or is all a bunch of experienced accounts, and there's one level six on the enemy team, and they destroy us. Like, 
it's <laughs> it is a problem. It pisses me off that Blizzard doesn't think it's a problem because they get money from it. But it yeah, whatever. Um, there were two tweets I saw this week that I wanted to discuss. Okay. The first one was a tweet I didn't send, and what it was was it was. If you want schools to reopen, just send her in. And then there was a picture of Sally Field as a character as her as Forrest Gump's mom. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, was it the principal? I don't remember who she was sleeping with. And so the the line that I was going to respond with, but didn't, but didn't was Ah, the Academy Award winning films of my youth are super gross <laughs> because they wouldn't let Forrest attend public school because he was just below the line on the IQ scale, like five points or something. And uh, his mom is like, okay, well, I'm not, I don't want to send him to a school to retread tires. We're talking about five points. Surely something can be done. And the principal goes, well, well, progressive institution. Is there a Mr. Gump? Mrs. Gump? And she immediately knows what he's fucking saying. And she is not happy. But she says, he's on vacation. <laughs> and then the next, and then they cut to uh, the man making a horrible noise in in the house. Yeah, and uh, and it's it's oh. and Forrest sees it if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I and the thing is, I never growing up, I didn't see that as like obviously the guy was was evil. I didn't have yeah. a, I didn't I didn't misunderstand that as a child, but I guess I I don't know. You know what? Movies with worse shit are getting Oscars nowadays. I'm sure. The more, the more suffering you can put on celluloid, the more That's likely it is to get a see, picture. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of suffering, the tweet is, King Kong got a huge ass, but no dick, question mark in brackets. <laughs> what gives? Poor guy. I didn't want to address this on Twitter, but I do think it's a kind of an interesting answer. <laughs> so I'm willing to address it on my podcast. Does anyone know okay. why gorillas have tiny dicks? And that is accurate. You wouldn't be able to see his dick. Do you know why gorillas have tiny dicks? Um, I do. I, I know it's true. I know that humans are among primates the most well endowed. Well, uh, for well, I don't know what you mean by for, that. For, but just for primates, just 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 for general like monkeys, because we're just big monkeys. Really? For little monkeys, yeah, we get the biggest dicks for monkeys. So, as far so. as other mammals go, it's not not quite that way. But as far as primates go, so you are okay. You're incorrect. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. What? For the what other primates have a bigger, bigger dick-to-body ratio size than people do? Are you aware um, of the term patriarchal or matriarchal? Do you know what those mean? Yes. Okay. What does it mean? Tell the audience. Well, pat- patriarchal is basically your society is ruled by men, and matriarchal is your society is overruled or not overruled, but ruled by women. Correct. What kind of society is a gorilla society? Um, it's matriarchal for the most part. Incorrect. Isn't? Incorrect. It's patriarchal? Guerrilla society is patriarchal. What this means is the enjoyment of the act for... The scientists have looked at this. <laughs> that uh, in a patriarchal society, what matters is how attractive the female is to the male. So the female spends all her energy on her butt and her makeup, right? So it doesn't matter in that society. Uh, what matters is the biggest male, the strongest male, irregardless of size. Do you know what kind of society bonobos have? Uh, are bonobos matriarchal? Is that the opposite? Bonobos are matriarchal. Okay. So, now, a bonobo is a is a small little guy. He's not that big, but he's packing eight centimeters on average. A gorilla is as big as us. He's packing three centimeters. <laughs> now, three centimeters for American listeners is 1.25 inches. 
Yeah. Nothing. A- according to uh, news, uh, the average human penis is 13 centimeters. We do live, for the record, in a patriarchal society. Hmm. So, in a, matriarchal, in a matriarchal society where the women chose uh, who was the most attractive mate, we'd be packing. We'd be packing. Okay, but but again, ratio wise, we are much better endowed than any of the other great any of the other great apes. Well, I mean, I'm, I I point you again to the bonobo. Uh, but he's a little guy, eight centimeters. We're six feet tall, thirteen centimeters. If there was a bonobo walking around like a man, he could hit you in the face with that thing. You have to carry it over his shoulder. Try to take your head off. <laughs> like a Wookiee. What is that? The, no, o- no. the only other example I could think of was elephants. But at that point, I'm like, you know what? That's enough animal dicks. You're talk. thinking about a lot about animal dicks at that yeah, point. Yeah, that's so enough. That's kinda... and, and then it brings up it brings up that scene in uh, the Brothers Grimm. You ever seen that? No. <laughs> Who was it? It was. It was. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the Ali G guy, and um, uh, Mark Strong. Who always plays the tough in everything? Mm. It was fucking hilarious. And there's a horrible scene where to escape the villains, they jump into an elephant. Mm. The elephant into is, yeah. The elephant is now she is not pleased about the situation at all, but there is space. Mm. The, but the problem <laughs> is there is a male elephant. Oh no! Yes, and that occurs in full. Of course it does. <laughs> it's a spectacular scene. This is Brothers Grimm. The Brothers Grimm. I think it's like something out of a out of a. I think it's no, no, no. It's not. It's certainly not the fairy tale. Or maybe it's Brothers Grimsby. Brothers Grimm. Sounds like something in a Borat movie, honestly. No, no. Yeah, that's right. Sasha Baron Cohen. Okay. Grimsby. Yeah, yeah. The Brothers Grimsby. Sasha Baron. Cohen. Okay. It is a hundred percent a Sasha Baron Cohen movie, but it's okay. like it's like him trying to do a movie with a plot. And with none of his normal, um, you know, characters, yeah, or, yeah. Uh, interacting with people who don't understand that he's doing a character, like it's a movie. Mm. It's just a ridiculous, ridiculous comedy. I would not put it up there with like I was rewatching Barb and Star today. It's really good. I, I had it on as I was working. That's the that's I still endorse that movie. That's a solid comedy in the background. Yeah, yeah. Barb and Star. Barb and Star. So it means time for headlines. I think so. Headlines. <clears throat> In entertainment news, Sony and Netflix have penned a deal for future co-release films of Sony's from 2020 on to release on Netflix. Now, this doesn't mean that right now, like, um, uh, when a movie comes out in theaters, it'll also be on Netflix. What that means is once, like, um, uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Verse 2, once Spider-Verse 2 is done in theaters and comes out on DVD and is available for rental, it will also be available to see on Netflix. Netflix. So that's a... It's freaking awesome, but I'm still going to have to buy that digitally. Have they said anything about when Spider-Verse 2 is going to be? Uh, 2022, according to this, or further. I really hope that's as good as the other one was. It would break my heart if it was bad. Spider-Verse was so good. That don't, can they do that again? Can they honestly pull that off twice? Yes. Um, if you maintain the same creative team, I think so. Uh, I don't know that they have. Like, I know they've got they've got the producer and the director. I think those people are still there. But I don't okay. know that they've got like everyone that made the magic happen. Like, you never know. You never know. It's like there's hope. Um, there is hope, but let's you know look at precedent here. Mm. Name now outside of like the Al, if Alex were here, Alex, I got your back. Toy Stories. <laughs> Any Toy Story after the first one was an Oscar contender. Um, but I kind of disagree with that. I don't think those movies. If you go back and look at the first one, it's ugly as shit. But there look, aren't now it is, yeah, yeah. When it came out, it was amazing. There aren't many cartoon sequels that are ever as good as the original. 
They always go straight to DVD. Or they used to. <laughs> they used to, man. That's what Disney did, yeah. Like, there's, there's three Aladdin movies? What yeah, the hell? Man. There's like four Lion Kings. Uh, <laughs> Godzilla vs. Kong is now the highest grossing theatrical release of the pandemic, pulling in $48.5 in its opening weekend, not counting HBO Max. All right. People want to see their monkey. I wonder if I wonder if that accounts for my 25 bucks. I hope it does. Uh, I don't watch soap operas, but I learned this week. <laughs> Did you see this? No, but I read your headlines, and I have, I'm have i trying to hard, having a hard time picturing it. It's fucking <laughs> real. Like, you got a Days of Your Lives actor. So what this is, listener, is during the pandemic, soap operas, because, you know, you couldn't have actors making out and maintaining COVID regulations. So what they would do is they would have an actor in an empty room with a mannequin dressed like another character, and that actor would deliver a whole soliloquy to the mannequin. And then the mannequin's back, you might hear, like, the the actress's voice <laughs> and then the well, guy would lean in and make out with the mannequin or vice versa and that's how they've been doing soaps for the last year this is uh, real this is real daytime television it makes me appreciate keep going it makes me yep. appreciate this disney plus shit so much more like oh my god thank you for wandavision i realize how much you guys risked by doing that <laughs> in overwatch news <laughs> So I just found a video of a guy making out with a right. making out with a mannequin. I just can't. Uh, no, I'm not going to watch this. Like, I, I want to okay. investigate this to make sure this is true. Let's go to YouTube because I feel like this is one of those truthy things, right? I I want it to be true because it's just so wonderful. But let's go to YouTube. So opera mannequin. No, no, day, no, no. I don't even want to try a days of our lives last week. Now I found something on CNN Entertainment. Watch soap opera actor kiss mannequin. And because it's not YouTube, and only YouTube can stream video successfully. No, that's two dudes making out. Is it? Not two dudes, that's two people. 4521. What is all this? Well, th this recap on YouTube is not giving me what I needed. It's probably legal. legal Alright, no, I got it here, and yes, it's totally happening. Really? Yeah, bold and beautiful. It's not a makeout. It was just lean it and kiss, but that was totally a mannequin. Okay, but I found a I found a Days of Our Lives clip that it's apparently from today, and there's three actors sitting around a table. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe so so really I, I, yeah, I feel like that was fake news, and I called it, and yet I put it in headlines. But I caught myself at the last. No, minute. I've got video of it happening right here. Yeah, it's just that, not that new. What happened? Staged. Or maybe maybe this was just an arc where like one of the characters got turned into a mannequin. <laughs> like man, weirder shit is happening in soaps. I know it. I don't, yeah, I don't watch soaps, so I'll take your word for it. I had an aunt who lived with us for a short time, and I was like, "Gotta watch her stories." Nine, and she <laughs> and she got me into Days of Our Lives. Ah. Yeah, and then she didn't borrow a bunch of money from the family, but she gave oh. us money to go out and play bowling one night. And drank a bunch of Drano and tried to kill herself. Oh, jeez. Then she and her daughter moved out. We never saw them again. Hmm. Family man. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, ta -da. In Overwatch news. The Archive's 2021 event is now live, with decent skins for Zarya and Genji, and shitty skins for Tracer, Soldier 76, and Widowmaker. They're all like colonial English <laughs> skins. Ew. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like, what does that have to do with Archive's at all? Anyway. Old. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Zarya skin is kind of neat. It's like she's wearing uh, she's wearing like a suit of what appears to me to be like Chinese armor, and the gun looks really awesome. And Genji is like a full samurai getup. So those aren't bad. 
And then uh, you can earn a mediocre skin for Lucio and decent skins for Mercy and Zenyatta by playing archives missions. Usually you earn the skin by just getting wins in any mode. This is you play an archive mission, and as you play an archive mission, depending on the difficulty, you'll earn a certain number of stars as you play. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. You just get those stars, I think. Um, so I got, I got this oddly generous. Yeah. I got the first week skin in like three games of archives and that was it. Hmm. I was still in the days of our lives for like three years after though. <laughs> it gets it. Like you care, you care about those characters. The days of our lives a half an hour or an hour? It was an hour, man. And Jeez. like every now and again, I would just like days of our lives would be on and I would just check out what's going on with Sam. I don't know. Like it really, it's weird because it is terrible. It's abjectly terrible, but you end up caring about them. Uh, (laughs) I got off it. Good. It's it's like kick the habit. Okay. I I, I didn't need it. Uh, Muslim civil rights groups are calling on Sony, Microsoft, and Valve not to sell upcoming first-person shooters Six Days in Fallujah on their storefronts. The game apparently cast the player as part of an American uh, part of the American war engine during the bloodiest battle of the Second Iraq War in 2004, in which over 800 civilians died. The advocacy groups t- described the game as quote an Arab murder simulator. All right. So the problem with describing it as an Arab murder simulator is that also covers pretty much all of the modern Call of Duties. Yeah. <laughs> aren't Russia an enemy in a lot of those there are but there's still a lot of shooting brown people I mean it's and I mean that in the generic not offensive term it's just shooting, not white. shooting brown people has been a huge problem in video games for a long time that was never noticed we live in an age where we do notice and I'm not saying that this isn't racist because we can say that it's racist mm. um I don't... I wasn't interested in the game anyway. I've got no I'm dog. I'm still in not fight. interested in the game. I just don't like... Yeah. I don't like... I, you're right. I don't like censorship. Why shouldn't these people make this game that they want to make? Like, I, like if... If and, it was a movie, would anybody be saying anything? No. People would say, it's kind of in poor taste, but no one would be calling it to not come out. Yeah. And I was and I was asking myself, why is uh, that, uh, that fucking dating game that was rejected from Steam and PSN... Oh, what's it fucking called? It doesn't super matter. Super seducer. Yeah, super yeah. seducer. Why does that game feel like a kind of hate speech to me? Whereas um, one of these stupid, sexy Japanese games is just stupid, but fun in its stupidity, and I can enjoy it. Why? Why does one feel like hate speech that I Be- don't mind being? Sensitive? Because super seducer is actually. You know, so, so okay, almost inst- it, it thinks it's instructional. It's telling you how to do something. So you're, uh, you're saying it's more likely that people will take super seducers seriously. I don't know or who would take that so seriously, but somebody You're saying would. that it's taking itself seriously, and thus so must we. There we go. Hmm. Slippery slope. Because if something isn't admitting that it's taking it seriously, but is also doing something that's definitely hate speech, now we've given an in. <laughs> <laughs> and part part of having a tolerant society is being completely intolerant of intolerance or things that would breed it perhaps right it's a quagmire no reasonable person could take me seriously now we're now we're talking about Alex Jones here so no no that, that's also Marjorie Taylor Greene I thought well, that was her defense that, that, oh, that QAnon senator oh yeah God. <laughs> yeah and now I'm curious to see this game. <laughs> I didn't give a shit about this game until I saw this headline. It's not going to be good. It's going to be a, like a double-A shooter at best. 
I mean, this game is how old? It's finally coming out now. They did they redo the engine? That's I mean, it's a good just, point. We've been hearing about this shit for a long time. Like, who's the developer even? I don't even know it. I think I got handed off to somebody. Hold on, let's do some diligence here. Six days in Fallujah. Gameplay gameplay reveal trailer from two weeks ago. This is saying it came out on February 11th. The game initial is out. release date. No initial no. release date. I've got an ad still going here. I found their actual site. Video, mode of truth, real life scenarios. Oh. Yeah, it looks like a hell of a Call of Duty oh. knockoff, honestly. Oh, God. Yeah, but the the movement of the gun is kind of meh. Yeah. Oh, and then you're ordering your team to do breaches and stuff. Oh yeah, you're really like you're really like standing outside like just like a house and a house in Iraq and you're shooting through the windows and shit and your guys are breaching the door. I I could see looking at this and seeing that look like my town and being pissed off about it. I could see that. And looking at the gameplay The gameplay <laughs> does look kind of slow and tactical though, and that I like. How are Iraqi they've got a fac on here. Why are you making this game? What do veterans think about Six Days in Fallujah? Does the game tackle the controversial aspects of the battle? Oh yeah, wasn't this the game where they were saying they're not trying to make a political thing? Yeah, I think so. Well, a lot of them are saying that, yeah. We began interviewing Iraqi civilians in 2008. So far we've interviewed 26 Iraqis, 23 of whom were from Fallujah. And we're anxious for you to experience their stories. Well, then why are you playing? Why aren't you playing as the Iraqi citizens running from the dirty Americans? Then maybe you are. I don't know. But okay, there is something to be said for endeavoring to do something earnestly historical, right? There is. Yeah. No. Absolutely. However, I mean, who, 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 if this was a World War II battle, nobody would care. We've done those all already. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. But also, in World War II, we had a uniquely evil villain to kill. Um. As we look back on the Iraq War, and I want to say for the record, when the Iraq War was starting, there was no Canadian who was like, yeah, they've got weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> you just dragged the fucking world over there. It was obvious, well, it felt obvious to me that it was all bullshit, and you went in for the oil. Um, so it's it's easy for me to look at Iraq as the repeated victim of American incursions. Um, and it's people. Well, the time they of, the time they took over Kuwait was a little on the iffy side. The first Iraq War. Yes, I, I, we yeah, went and I, kicked I, them out of Kuwait. Yeah, I didn't mind. That's I didn't different. mind that one so much. But that was that was also beautifully covered in National Geographic. You ever see that issue? No, I haven't. Oh God, the oil fires! It was like oh, hell. Yeah, it was yeah, incredible, incredible, great. Like it was like something out of Lord of the Rings, like a like a two hundred foot geyser of fire, and just smoke, black smoke. As far as yeah, the and then you look at Horizon, there are dozens of them because yeah. they, they blew them all up. Yeah, yep. it was fucking incredible. Um, but then you guys went back, and for no good reason, <laughs> and and well, and, and did this shit. And then a bunch of guys decided to make a video game out of it. So if I were an Iraqi, um, I would, I might have something to say about that. I can certainly, I can certainly see that perspective. Um, how would the Japanese react if someone made a game about the rape of Nanking? United States military veteran Sergeant Jason Kyle and the developers at Victoria and Hiram. Oh, so it was it was literally written by one of the victors of that war. Ha! 
So, I, I mean, okay. Like I don't see a problem with this at all. <laughs> but again, if someone... Let's give someone a shot to do an honest and earnest, you know, retelling. You, this guy was really there? Okay. Let's see if people don't call bullshit on this game. Let the game come out. Let's see what it is. Oh, and, I, and then, I'm not saying the game shouldn't come out. I'm yeah. not going to play it. Well, I mean, it's I might not for it. me. Maybe it will be everything one would want it to be. Like, maybe you could, maybe you could do it and make it under, or make it understandable to the player that um, what's happening is what's happening is very is not even morally gray. It's kind of fucked up. It's kind of really fucked up. See that already they, they already made that game. It was called Spec Ops: The Line. That's right. And I, and I that maintain a, that, that, was that a this great game is example of it. Yeah, but I maintain that game's horribly overrated. Spec Ops. <laughs> yeah. But the narrative of Spec Ops was what made it cool. Yeah, the actual gameplay was like, oh, it was okay. Yeah. yeah, there, it was not as good as Uncharted or Gears. No, but it, no. Was, it was trying to do this unique story thing. And remember the sand mechanics? That was neat. That was pretty cool. Yeah, like actually, shooting yes. a window, yes, the yeah. sand would pour. It was cool. So yeah, that, that that game had its moments, and the fact that that game kind of stands out as something that had its fucking moments that we can still recall it after all these years, like Blade. Yeah, right. All right, Spec Ops: The Line. I mean, I'm not saying go play Spec Ops: The Line. It's an old game. It's ugly as shit now. <laughs> it's true. It's I, didn't end. <laughs> I almost dug around trying to find a PS3 to hook it up so I could play Max Paint 3 again. I want to play. Do you still have your PS3 floating around somewhere? I definitely got one somewhere, but I don't know. That <laughs> I, have, I don't know that I have a controller for it. So I'm like, does, will a DualShock 4 work with the PS3? I don't, I really don't know. think so. Was the was the PS3 wired or wireless? I don't really remember. <laughs> well, the controller was wireless. And then it occurred to me, if I just had an Xbox. Oh, you could play it right now. If I had a Series X, mm-hmm. I could just hop on Xbox Network, download it, download it, it is. and play it right now on my Series X. Actually, wait, is Max Payne 3 backwards compatible? Because not all 360 games are available. Really? A lot of them are. Not all of them. I can find out for you. You do that. I want to, I want to know the answer to this right now. Right fucking now. Hold on. I got to change inputs on my TV because someone else was on my TV watching Netflix or something. What the heck is up with that? Using my TV. It's because I have the best TV in the house. <laughs> That's why. Actually, it's not that good anymore. I need a new TV at some point. I want, I want a QLED. But I can't really... You know, I know there's I don't I I'm really quite pleased with my current television. I don't even, I love watching like I was able to watch um uh Justice League I got through my television provider so I had to watch Ooh, it on, okay. my, on my kind of much shittier TV downstairs. Um getting to watch Kong on the big screen. Oh yeah, man. It's a good TV. It's a really good TV. Days gone on this TV. Oh. Wait, a minute. why am I not so finding any when I pants? when I said right fucking now what I meant was Ten minutes later, <laughs> I'm just not, it's not easy there. here. Is it, is it just not there? Maybe that's the answer. I don't, I don't see it. I'm just looking. I just did a search for Max Payne, and you would think that what the hell? This search is awful. Well, you're like, all, I you're just did a search for Max Payne, and I'm getting like Max Payne not three Xbox Max Payne 360 Marketplace. How could this not be in Deathmatch Meet in Heaven pack? It doesn't tell me if it's it's available on Xbox, like on the. It's available on, on Xbox 360, but it may not be available. It may not be backwards compatible. 
Yeah, but won't it say somewhere on this page? Is Max Payne 3 backwards compatible? You don't know what you're doing. Not a single Max Payne game is available through backwards compatibility. Completely inaccessible to Xbox One. So yes, the entire Max Payne series does not exist on Xbox One or Series X. I entertained the notion of buying a Series X just for Max Payne 3. Nope. <laughs> nope. Shit. Okay, well, I oh, really that's, gotta, that's really bad. Really got to dig out that PS3 then. Pisses me off. I wonder if you can buy a PS3. Let's go. Let's go to Amazon. Let's see if I can buy a PS3. I'm sure they're out there somewhere. Yeah, but I don't want. You like... got to get the fat one. You gotta, if you got to buy one, you got to get one of the fat ones. No, but those are impossible to find. They were launch units. I know. Uh, PlayStation three. Looking at three, other three sixty. Oh, this is an old list. Anyway. PlayStation three console new. Click. PlayStation new. three 120 gigabyte standard edition by Sony. Click. Uh, 128 bucks. Hmm, that's not bad. New inbox? Buy used for 178. Mm. That doesn't sound right. Thing is, I've got one of these downstairs. <laughs> I just have to pull. I would just have <laughs> I'm to just pull. find a controller that's for it and make it work. I have to find a controller. That's the hard part. Like the PS, the PS4 controller should work on it. Hang on, let's Google that. Well, you. Google. It does not. I I guarantee you it doesn't. I guarantee you the PS4 controller does not I work on the PS3. I'm googling this shit right fucking no, now. No, there's no I'm way go- someone I'm can googling. be. This is your hot content. Fine, Google listen. it. No. Listen to me as I Google. No, Here it's I go. Not this work. is this, not... this is our ASM. I'm tapping my phone. Listen. Actually, oh, I couldn't hear anything. Delete, delete, delete. Yeah. I'm gonna turn. <laughs> I'm gonna turn up the gain. No, that's the volume. Where's the gain button? Fuck it. Uh, whatever. I'm typing. Just believe me. First, I'm typing the letters. Google. Now I'm at Google. Now I'm typing in PS... Wait. DualShock 4 on PS3? Question mark? No. PlayStation 4 controllers will work with a PlayStation 3 console, and when you use a wired connection, there is no setup involved. You can also pair a PS4 controller to a PS3 for a wireless connection through a process in... Connecting the two oh, devices. Oh, I'm thinking PS5 controller. Oh, I forgot God, the PS3 no. is two systems old. Yes, two <laughs> systems old, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. No. Wow, things things go by so fast. They do, and I'm I'm kind of concerned about my inventory of DualShock uh, fours, so I should probably buy a couple. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Hey, didn't you say you were gonna play Zombie on me four? I say a lot of shit. That's true. Okay. <laughs> you wouldn't believe what I said about my aunt earlier. I should have not mentioned that. <laughs> you just doxed yourself. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, Arlene. Why is my, my PS5 controller is like, controller nearly dead. What the hell? Okay, anyway. Borderlands 3 Director's Cut DLC will add a new raid boss, murder mysteries, and more mysteries, I wrote, and more on April 8th. Sorry, Alex. That news was for you. I'm sure he'll appreciate it. I love it. Uh, Nintendo, Capcom, Xbox, Konami, Ubisoft, Take-Two, Warner Brothers Games, and Coach Media ugh, will all take part in a digital E3 event in June. And it's all free, so it won't, uh, it won't That's good. do any of that paid shit that they were threatening earlier. Uh, it looks like PlayStation, Electronic Arts, Sega, and Square Enix will all not be attending. Sony doesn't surprise me at all, because they do their own been thing. there for a while. Yep, yeah, they're doing their own thing. But Sega? Well, EA and Square could maintain their own like show and have enough to talk about. But Sega? Um, what does Sega have? I mean, are they going to do anything? Isn't No, maybe I'm thinking, well, okay. Sega, I, I think of Sega in the same way I think of uh, Nintendo and Capcom. And they are famously kind of uh, guarded about their shit. 
Mm-hmm. And so it wouldn't surprise me if they're just like not worth it. Because doing shit for E3 is expensive for any game you present there. Like, if you want to say, okay, we want to present your shit at E3, now you have to worry about having, like, a five-minute section of your game that looks yeah, kind that of finished. Works. Yeah, that works. Yeah, it all works. And uh, so there are times when games will lose six months of development to fake a sequence like that and then get back to work on the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I don't mind anyone skipping. And uh, Rockstar, you know? Wait, wait, Take-Two is Rockstar, aren't they? Take-Two. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird that they'll be there. What are they going to show? GTA 6, it's about time. It is about time, but I think what... No, like the, They haven't even done the next-gen upgrade for for a GTA 5, which they said they were going to do. I think GTA 6 is just going to be an expansion of 5. That would be interesting to just put 5 and then... Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't convince me to play it, but hey. <laughs> no, but maybe you could do like... Uh, you know, like the other southern half of the country, kind of, and go all the, or no, like okay. you know, go into Texas or something. You know, go that far, and then do, and then your next one is is another sixth of the country or something. Jeez, oh, mm-hmm. only a two hundred fifty gig install. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Chris Parnell will return to narrate an upcoming batch of conspiracy-thriven DLC for shark action RPG Maneater with all kinds of new mutations and uh, new sizes for your already colossal shark to level up into. I think it goes up two more tiers. And oh, you were already God. like, yeah, you were like the third Jaws movie by the, <laughs> the time you went to that game. Um, the key art shows a crazy green glowing shark blowing a boat out of the water with its laser breath. Which is what which is what that news compelled me to try the game again, and I was like, I could play something else. I'm gonna go keep on playing Days Gone. Uh, Arcane's Death Loop has been delayed until September 14th, 2021. Oh, okay. The thing is, May was. I know people are disappointed, but it's May was also supposed to kind of be. Um, um, oh god, that 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 Zelda looking game for PS5. Canterbridge of Spirits. That was also yeah. that was also kind of be in this frame. So I don't know if there's fucking anything. Like it really is the year of the backlog, man. It's rough. Well, we're paying for COVID now. It wasn't last year. It's this year. Yeah, in, in, in terms of content, yeah. But but yeah. think about how far out we are from the launch of both of these consoles. Well, I and know. there's fucking nothing hot and new and sexy to play on it. It nope. is such an annoyance. Like I, I, Ratchet is the next one I'm really hyped for now. I think. I mean, there's Returnal. Returnal's coming. Yeah, now it's Returnal. Now, like, oh, Deathloop was the next one. Yeah, you're right. Returnal is the next one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think. Jeez. So hmm. now I'm going to have to get Returnal. <laughs> I wasn't going to get it. I was going to get Deathloop. Uh, upcoming DLC for... Good news for you. <laughs> Streets of Rage 4? No, no. Good, good news for the developers so that I'm going oh, yeah. to buy the game now. Um, upcoming DLC for Streets of Rage 4 will add three new playable characters, new modes, enemies, weapons, moves, and areas. Did you own that? Did you buy that? I absolutely got that. I got that on PlayStation, so I could be playing it on the PS5. Okay. It's installed. <laughs> yeah. uh, the next Resident Evil showcase is next week, April 15th at 3 p.m. Pacific. New Village gameplay and other surprises will be featured. <laughs> They're going to make Tallchick even taller. Uh, I, I consider, every now and again, I consider throwing in that Resident Evil game that you like, that last one. Yeah, seven. Yeah, no. Like, I just, I just think about the graphics. In the VR. No, it doesn't look great. Yeah, no, I can't handle that right now. I got my PlayStation 5. And you know what? In the amount I'm enjoying Days Gone makes a compelling argument for going back to Horizon after that. Assuming I don't just return to Zelda again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Going backwards. Infidelity there. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so some cops in Hong Kong noticed two boats near the airport. It was a big fishing boat where it shouldn't have been uh, next to the airport. Uh, so they got close to the boats and they noticed that folks were unloading shit off the fishing boat into a speedboat. So they gave chase and the speedboat immediately took off and they chased the speedboat. They could not catch them. <laughs> so they turned around, went back to the fishing boat. There was no one there, I don't think. And uh, mm. But the fishing boat was full of shit that they didn't get loaded onto the speedboat, including uh, shark fins, smartphones, and up to 300 unidentified graphics cards, which look a lot like NVIDIA CMP 368HXs, GPUs made specifically for crypto mining. Oh, God. This is why there's a semiconductor shortage. <laughs> it, yeah, there's that, but it's also, you know what? I've seen so many movies, uh, so many high crime movies, and so many episodes of, uh, um, what was that one in Miami? Miami Vice. Mm -hmm. It is so nice to know that a high-speed boat chase with contraband, that that shit happens. It actually happened. And the bad guys got away. In the Hong Kong Harbor. Cruising through. So, like, it's set across, like, that neon skyline, right? Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, that is, that is, that is a, a shot out of a James Bond movie right there. How do the guys running away resist just taking a video on their cell phones and posting it somewhere? Yeah, I, I mean, know. How do you not They're do that? They're bigger men than I, no doubt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, check out screenshots for a new PlayStation 5 exclusive horror game called Abandoned. It's a survival yeah. horror okay, set well. in the woods. Looks gorgeous. PS5 Abandoned. Now, if I'm not mistaken, there was a rumor going around that this is actually Hideo Kojima's next game. Because this is a small little studio that hasn't really done anything yet. Um, but... If you'll recall, he did that shit with Five, where he announced a game through a studio that didn't exist. Yeah. But people were able to figure out that it was Kojima because it was a shell company of Kojima Holdings or something. <laughs> <laughs> so this does not trace back to anything involved with Kojima. Um, it, this this really does seem like a legit studio. Um, I'm just watching the trailer, and these shots look... I hesitate to use the word. They look real? Um, There's these winter shots of the forest here. Man, day's gone. Days Gone is a PS4 game. It looks that fucking good. Uh, and, and this, in first person, I just saw screenshots and I was like, well, that is lovely. I thought you'd like that. Yeah, I'm watching some video of it now. and it's, As long as it's better than that terrible Blair Witch game or whatever it was. Are there monsters so far? Or is it just like finding shit to No, it's, it's just it's just showing some survival stuff. Cool. Oh, there's a gun here. I like it. Sounds no good. No beasties, though. I'm in game reveal. Gameplay reveal coming soon. So, oh, all right. All right. The Harold Halibut story trailer came out this week, and I I watched that. that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to figure out what kind of game it is it's exactly. A point and click action adventure, I imagine. Oh, it's certainly how it feels. Yeah. Um, hmm. Wow. Wow. Staggering oh yeah, visually it looked really good. Staggering presentation. Reminds me so much of Narita Boy. <laughs> <laughs> And we know how that went out. I wonder how that Metacritic... Let's check that shit out. Narita Boy? Yeah. If it got more than a 60, I'm just never Metacriticing anything ever again. Oh, I did finish that. You did? Yes. Okay. Did it get better? No. Oh. And it ends on a cliffhanger. Uh, 74. So Outriders that's, that's is as good as Narita high. Boy? No, that that's way too high for Narita Boy. I need to check Boy. this fucking demo. Okay, so you finished it. That's... I did finish Narita Boy. Okay, go on. And it's just... You end up back in the real world. You find out that Narita Boy is actually like the creator's son from a, from a broken home, but now like the bad guy from from the 
digital kingdom has escaped into the real world and you have to go fight them and then it, it kind of hints that the next game is going to be a brawler and I'm like I don't care just give me con- you know some sort of conclusion to this no you just drive off in a DeLorean or something like that and it's just not it's not good it's not good good looking though yeah but maybe maybe put some game in there <laughs> Uh, the dude who wrote the 60 FPS Bloodborne patch says that Sony is somehow enabling games compiled on old, old SKDs to detect that they're running on a PS5 and unlock the frame rate. Huh. Fingers crossed. All right. Uh, Virtua 5, or Virtua Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown has been rated for PS4 in Korea. So not a new Virtua Fighter. You know what? Just the final version of 5. Isn't that the final version of 5? Uh, well, no, the final version of 5 was obviously uh, Virtua Fighter 5 Final Tuned, which came out oh. years ago on the PlayStation 3, I think. Uh, but so, they, they can't make another Virtua Fighter? They can't make Virtua Fighter 6. They've still got Virtua Fighter. Like, Virtua Fighter doesn't change. Like, do you remember how much Virtua Fighter changed between 3 and 4? Or no, five, not four much. Or 5? No. Yeah, like, the, the generational leaps were 1, 2, 3... Three and four was huge. Uh, actually, yeah, three and four was huge. Four to five was practically the same game with some of the moves changed. It really was. Yeah. Um, you don't need, like, you just need to re-release it on a current platform <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. You don't need to change anything. Just give yeah. me Virtual Fighter again. I give love me, that Just shit. give it to be 4K and, you know. Yes. 4K 60 on PS5. Mm-hmm. The thing is, the lighting, and they look so fake and plasticky. Yeah, it's an old game. Yeah, it's an old. Well, yeah, you need to bump up the polygon counts. You do a whole lot to it to actually make it look. Yeah, it still looks better than that new King of Fighters. But um, boom. Oh shit! Oh yeah. So so Alex's next move. Oh yeah, we didn't do Alex's shit at all. No, he didn't. Oh shoot, he sent us something. Now we have to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Daily crack. I'm going to it. Do you want to read it? Um, hold on. Let me get to it. Yeah, the movie he sent me is. The movie he sent me was Grand Piano. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm watching that shit. And I don't, I don't know what that movie is. Grand Piano, IMDb. Elijah Wood, 2003. Wow. No, 13. 2003. Yeah, 13. Pardon me. A pianist with stage fright endures a performance under the eyes of a mysterious sniper who will shoot and kill him if a wrong note is played. It's it's a thriller. I think it was Brian De Palma or something. He was a famous director in the trailer that I saw. Eugenio Mira. The trailer looked fucking good. Made it look good. And you know what? This, it, this is Alex's call. You're watching. It is. Watching no, this, he's right. And I watched yep. the trailer and I'm like, yep. I'm going to watch this so I can tell you why you're wrong next week. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't wrong about Snatch. I said I had a good time with Snatch. No, you, you, just... you were correcting that you had a good time. I'm sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Alex took my advice. This week I'm going to take Alex's advice. I'm also going to watch that piano movie. Uh, Alex took my advice and watched Invincible. On Amazon Prime. Ah, yes. Okay. Do you want to read this shit? Hold on, I'm going to get in your daily crack pop. Dotblogspot.com. There it is. <clears throat> Invincible Review, Bleeding Gods. First of all, I'd like to thank Wikipedia, who, many years ago, while The Walking Dead was still pretty good, kept me from overly spoiling myself for Kirkman's second biggest claim to fame, an ultra-violent superhero deconstruction called Invincible. The surface level of the comic, as well as Amazon's 40-minute animated treatment, doesn't give the sense that there's anything overly special about it. A teenage son of Superman stand-in, a teenage son of Superman stand-in, Omni-Man, gets superpowers and learns how to use them while navigating high school relationships. Synopsis-wise, it's been done to death. What can a little blood and emotional trauma really add to this sort of thing? 
for me, quite a damn bit. I'm a sucker for a good inverted murder mystery, and this first season revolves around a damn fine superhero Columbo caper. What's, what's more is the cast is stacked to the gills with both guys you've known for years, Stephen Young, Sandra Oh, J.K. Simmons, as well as Saturday morning cartoon Wrecking Crew dudes, Gray Griffin, Clancy Brown, Kevin Michael Richardson. Holy balls, do I love this cast. Yep. For one, it's for one it show okay, for one it shows that, like its source material, it isn't embarrassed of where it came from. It loves a good supervillain quip fest, but it also has realistic expectations for the actions of teenagers put in charge of life and death circumstances. The innocent lives lost in a downtown laser gun fight are given the weight of a war movie and it just frickin' works. Pile on some government intrigue and a with a healthy dose dollop of Walton Goggins. I don't understand that reference. Walton Goggins is the actor who who plays the um, ah okay yeah, the Fury and character. I'm in for the long run. Okay, the Fury character. Mm. There are some sour notes, unfortunately. Some comedy bits work better than others. Invincible's gay best friend feels more like a ticked box than a human being, yep. and a lot of the teenage romance dialogue falls uncomfortably flat. Though a slow though a, the slow disintegration of Omni Man's marriage really worked for me, J.K. Simmons has earned a black belt in passive aggressive rage. <laughs> There's a lot more I'd like to share. Clancy Brown's homicide detective for one, and John Hamm's character for another. But the less you know going in, the better. It's a solid coming of age superhero yarn. First, that then it lets politics, biology, greed, and human error get in the way. I can't recommend it enough. Yep. So. J.K. Simmons is the dad, right? Yeah, he's got to be. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm just he's, looking he's a at Superman picture. Character. And and but the main character is his son, who's just coming into his powers. Hmm. I highly recommend it. It's really good. Um, and I kept on going on my PlayStation Video spending spree. <laughs> oh, now what? Uh, for seventy-five bucks, you can buy the first four seasons of Rick and Morty. That works out to okay. about two bucks an episode. There's forty-one episodes. Not a bad deal. Not a bad deal. That's the thing. It was Not a bad, bad deal. deal. So I was okay with it. And at the time, I was still thinking that I'm probably going to quit smoking. Mm. Yeah, mm. I was very ambitious and young this this past weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that's see, that's your motivation. The money. I know. That's I know, and that's why I legitimize spending it because if this can get me over it, it'll be worth it. All it'll right, be worth go. it within a week. It didn't work. <laughs> oh, <damn it. laughs> But, you know, See, the, now you say you can't smoke while you're watching Rick and Morty. There's, uh, no, I no. what it is is I have to, when when the desire comes, I have to tell myself I'm not a smoker. That actually works. I want a hmm. cigarette, but I don't smoke. And for some reason, that actually works uh, to a degree. Um, it hasn't worked. But the physical dependency is going to come in there at some point. Uh, be like, no, hey, no, fuck the you. Physical, <laughs> the physical dependency is on me. Like, it's a real fucking problem. Um, and I, didn't I explain the, the church bell last week in Spider-Man? Yeah, I, I think so. Wait. Okay. No, I don't think you did. Okay, maybe I was having a conversation with my brother. <laughs> um, hmm? I was I was telling uh, like a work associate like three weeks ago or something that uh, quitting smoking while on that drug that I was on that helped me quit smoking in January. Mm-hmm. Was, Champix or whatever. Those yeah, are. was like that scene in the third Spider-Man movie where Tobey Maguire has the uh, the the Venom symbiote on a suit. And he's got to get it off him because he realizes that it's evil and he can't weaken it because it's too strong. So then he goes to a a church and he's like praying or some shit and he's up in the bell tower and the sound of the bell weakens the symbiote. Okay. And he is able to 
rip the thing from his body and it's incredibly painful because it's part of him and it wants him to believe that he can't exist without it. It's a perfect fucking analog for what I was going through. I was very much Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man 3 without like walking down the street, you know, shooting finger guns at chicks. <laughs> it was not that but I was definitely ripping off the evil symbiote and I got it I got it off so now what I have to do is just tear the symbiote off without the benefit of the sound weakening it that's all mm, mm. must be stronger than the symbiote exactly so I think I'm kind of mm. fucked <laughs> give it, but don't give up yet <laughs> no there's, there's always there's always this weekend to pray I guess yeah. alright alright grand piano he's gone grand piano I gotta remember that grand, grand piano, piano. You'll tweet about it. This, hmm. You'll you'll email us about it this weekend, and then I'll remember to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I'll take a look at it. I'll just look at it right now because I can watch it right now on Amazon. True. I just love Will shooting, killing if a wrong note is played. <laughs> well, no, I watched the trailer. And apparently, the guy has like all kinds of anxiety because everyone thinks he's like the next Rachmaninoff or something. And so oh, he, he has he, like he's and the last time he did a big performance, he choked. <laughs> yeah. So so there's a lot of tension going. So this guy's just an art lover. With a gun. I'm curious why this guy... I'm really <laughs> curious why this guy wants to shoot the pianist. And um, who's the... Elijah... Like, Elijah Wood tends to pick shit that ends up being interesting. True. Uh, you ever see... What was it called? Daddy's Boy? No. Oh, God. Um, it's a crazy thriller where this weird, yuppie millennial kid um, goes out to visit a father he never knew. And he shows up... And the guy, there's something just so fucking off about his dad. It's creepy. It's weird. And then it gets, and then it turns into like a horror thriller. See, the problem is I just look up Daddy's Boy on IMDb. And this is what I found. In front of the hot lights of a porn set and behind the closed doors of a burlesque studio, four young men leave boyhood behind and end up shedding more than just their clothes and inhibitions. That's not, that's not. I'm sure. That's what I got. I'm sure that's a fine film. I don't want to. Dis- I'm sorry. Say it again. Watch on Here TV with Prime Video channels. All right, All right. Elijah yeah. Wood, 2004 to present. Uh, no photo, no trailer. Uh, wow, this this could not be more not for me. So. Uh, wow, he's got a video game filmography. We're gonna leave that behind. Okay, where was it? Daddy's Boys. The boy, Daddy's the last boy. Which hundred? He was in the last... Oh, yeah, he was the assistant. The Trust, the Greasy Stranger, I don't feel... Man, come to Daddy. Pardon me. Come to Daddy. Oh, okay. Come to Daddy. It's a 2019 black comedy thriller film written by Anna Thompson and... Uh, directed by Anna Thompson and written by Toby Harbord. Daniel isn't real. Color out of space. Arch Enemy in 2020. Oh, Arch Enemy. See, now you got me thinking about Come to Daddy, the Aphex Twin song. I'm not familiar with that song. Mm, but I think older that, industrial. I think that should be the song that plays us out tonight. <laughs> Come to Daddy? I don't know. You have no idea what you're asking no. for. <laughs> Come to Daddy, Aphex Twin. Yeah. Just watch the video. Good Lord. This is music. Uh-huh. This is noise. Noise, I say. Cease that banging. <laughs> Ludicrous it's, banging. It's just a dog barking, and an old lady is holding it, and it's barking at a television. Oh, the song hasn't started yet. No. Oh, here we go. No, this is fine. 
Yeah, no, no, no. this this is nothing. Your soul. Yeah, this is nothing. We're in we're in twenty twenty one. This is nothing. Uh, okay, the video goes some pretty crazy places. Yeah, though. but we're not. I don't want you to play the video in our audio podcast. I want you to play the audio. The audio in the audio podcast. I suppose that makes sense. I gotta, I gotta cut that. Make sure it sense. Oh. You see, All you right. see Russell Brand on Hot Ones today. No, I have to watch that yet. Okay, he, like he's. I didn't have time. He really holds it together. <laughs> Like, he, he talks uh, all about this metaphysical shit and, like, you know, mind-overcoming body, but he actually does a fine job of holding it together. Hmm. Yeah. All right, then. It's like he seems more mentally... He's a little together? A little more together yeah. than usual? Yeah, well, more together than you'd expect of Russell Brand. Like, it's, it's <laughs> like maybe all the shit he talks isn't just shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, in that case, hopefully next week Alex will be with us. He will, I'm sure. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Come to daddy, come to daddy, come to daddy, come to daddy.